What's up, everybody? Ben Cruz here, the head of content at Vover, and I'm here to tell you about my show over on Vover, One and Done. The concept of One and Done is very simple. One guest, one question, one answer. That's it. We're looking to bring you the best guests and the best questions on every show, which will lead to the best answers. Some of my most recent guests include the creator of HBO's Entourage, Doug Ellen, one of the stars from HBO's Insecure, the always hilarious Yvonne Orji, and the Twitter legend himself, Josiah Johnson, aka King Josiah, and much more. The show leans into our short form format. Most shows are about 15 minutes, so if you don't have a full hour or two but want that quick podcast fix, check out One and Done with us over at Vover on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Race for Impact, and I'm your host, Mike Gilbert, and I'm joined, as always, by J.D. By God, Oliva. How you doing, J.D.? What the hell day is it? What are we? What's going on here? We, we are recording on a random day. I don't know if, I, I don't know if we should kayfabe exactly when we're recording this, because this, this isn't coming out tonight or even tomorrow, but it uh, should, should be coming out during Christmas week, but we're recording it on a different night. The day that ends in Y. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we, we thought we would do uh, something a little bit different here. So on a Christmas week, which would be December 23rd for Impact, they're doing kind of a best of show. And they're doing something similar uh, the following week on December 30th, kind of like they're doing a taking a basically a Christmas vacation, essentially, but uh, this but not the Griswold style, the cool style. They're just you know, oh, whoa, whoa, Griswold's Christmas vacation was fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not doing it cool style like the oh, Griswolds. Oh, oh, oh. I, got, I got you. I got you. Okay. So since we're, since we're into this, we're, we're, we're going to be talking some Christmas here. I mean, quick off top of your head, top five Christmas movies. Go. Gremlins, 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 and Gremlins. Okay. So. No, no for real. It's Gremlins, um, Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. top five. I hate top fives. And I have to actually think I will go with some <laughs> wonderful life because I do yep. like that movie a whole lot. You and I are very similar here, sir. Yes. Uh, Batman returns. Mm, okay. I just saw it yesterday from my other podcast. It holds up fantastically. It's much better than I remember it being. And die hard. What the hell? Die hard. Okay. The, I'll jump okay. in the fray. Right. We're, you- we're not, we're not going to give, we're not going to get into like a 35 year old white male discussion about whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Christmas I'm cool. Movie. Yeah, I'm cool with it. It's, it's, you know, it's around Christmas. So that's fine. So I'll go ahead and go. Uh, so top five, I'm going to go Christmas vacation. Uh, I like home alone. I like the Santa Claus Scrooged. Scrooge, and, that's a good one. I want to yes. change that. Scrooge. Scrooge. And it's a wonderful life is a traditional in my, is a tradition in my household. I, it's a good movie. I, I, try, I try to watch it every year for Christmas. And then it's a good movie. It's a legitimately yeah, good movie. Le- legitimately good movie, man. I, I, I love it. They did a great job in that movie. Mm-hmm. So the reason why we're getting all festive and we're talking about Christmas and Christmas movies and Christmas TV shows and, and uh, whatnot 
Um, we are actually, because there's not going to be a new episode of Impact, they're kind of doing a best of thing. We're just going to do a watch along here for the TNA Christmas special from uh, 2007. I love it. Are you excited for that? Have you seen this one yet? No, this is, I was out on TNA by Christmas of 07. Okay. So I, I think I was, let me see, where was I? I had just moved to Las Vegas in 07. So I, I can't remember if I watched this the week that it happened, but I did watch it. I want to say two years ago because uh, whoever runs their YouTube channel, uh, just, I guess, got the permission. They uploaded the whole thing onto YouTube just out of nowhere. And so I, and I just happened not to have anything to do that day. And I kicked it on and I was like, oh, wow, this is, wow, this is bonkers. Well, let's do this. Let's is, there, do is there ghosts? Does like a ghost of Christmas past come up? Okay. So uh, to set the stage here. I'm uh, joking on that, okay. but it's Vince Russo. So anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Vince Russo. It's not Jim, Jimmy Jacobs was not there at this time. I think he might've been a ring of honor doing his stuff. So I think, oh, uh, this is actually good. Jimmy Jacobs. This is like age of the fall. Jimmy Jacobs. This is the, like. Well, Good he, stuff. Well, he wasn't in TNA at this time. He was in Ring of Honor. So yeah, yeah, doing like uh, Age of the Fall, some of like yeah, the yeah, best yeah. work of Jimmy Jacobs's career. Yes, continue. Right. So this, so to set the stage, uh, Eric Young is hosting a Christmas party, and he's hoping to meet Santa, and all the different TNA characters get involved, and then similarly at the same time in the arena, uh, Jim Cornette is booking a series of gimmick matches with Christmas themes around them. So uh, it, it gets, it's kind of wonky. So it's like you got a mixture of Vince Russo attitude era, and then you got a mixture of Memphis uh, all, all in one episode. Do you remember the thing I said about impact being the Muppet show? Yes. This only strengthens my case. <laughs> yeah. Except for, you know, right now it's Scott Demore, but back in 2007, Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette. I mean, yeah. but it's the it's not the same thing. Yeah. So I'm ex, I'm excited. I'm sure this sucks. Okay. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna. So if you're following along, um, I, I'm we're gonna be watching on Impact Plus. However, the, it is on YouTube. Both Impact Plus and YouTube are riddled with ads. I as from what I can tell right now. So if you're watching along and your ad comes up, just pause the show, let the ad play. And then, boom, kick it on with us. Uh, I'd like for you guys to watch along with us as we're recording this. Um, I, th I think that's the cooler way to do it. So, you know, pu put it up onto your, on your TV, whether it's uh, YouTube or whether it's Impact Plus, And uh, let's watch the show together, everybody. All right, I'm going to go ahead and hit play in three, two, one. Celebrate family and the spirit of giving. I remember this guy, this uh, voiceover TNA, guy. He was great. Just yes. another excuse oh. to kick some... What's the meaning of this? Shut the hell up, Santa. Prepare for an <laughs> evening of brutality and violence so severe it's enough to turn Rudolph's nose black and blue. This is so corny. This is great. A double North Pole match. A Santa's workshop knockout street fight. A Silent Night Bloody Night match. And AJ Styles Bloody Night. In a grab the reindeer ladder match. Plus, much. Oh, a grab the ring ladder match. I've seen those. And grab onto your reins because this is going to be one turbulent sleigh ride. I'll try to keep the volume down a little bit so, <laughs> so we can actually talk. Yes. <laughs> so, dude, okay, Eric Young, this is idiot era Eric Young. He is so 
talented. The man yes. can do anything. He's one of the great character actors in pro wrestling history, and I'm not being that's no, not hyperbolic. No, yeah. for real. He can do anything. Who okay, who I wasn't watching TNA in this era. Who is the blonde? Um, that is Jackie Gata from WWE. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. That's my sister. The former Mrs. Charlie Hess. Yeah. Uh, I think your mic's a little hot if you want to back yeah. up just a little bit. Yeah. 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 Sorry about that. It's cool. <clears throat> Is that better? Oh, it's the Bushwhackers. It's a Bushwhacker. Yeah. That's Bushwhacker Luke, I believe. I believe that is Luke. Luke with a lot of hair dye. Yeah. Because he looked older in WWF 10 years earlier. Yeah. 10, 20. <laughs> well, he, they were, um, what was the, the sheep herders? They were the sheep, sheep herders. herders in the 60s. Yes. They are, they are old. Yeah. This isn't your office party. This isn't your family Christmas party. This is TNA Christmas party. J- Jeremy Borash is so good at this stuff. Yeah, he really is. There's something about his voice that always kind of put me off a little bit, but I can't argue that he's not good at everything they've ever asked him to do on this show. Yeah, well, because he had like the, almost like the the contrived radio voice because he, yes. he came from the radio world where he was like a trained radio guy, so he was like always on. He's got that voice. He's, he's got that radio voice that actually didn't sound like a, a real human could actually sound like that. Yeah. Oh, look at this cage. It's got Christmas lights all around it. I okay, love that's that. actually a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. actually a fan of that. Yeah. And it's kind of funny how different the impact zone will look depending on who's running or what they're doing. Because that's the same place AEW. I forget what AEW is calling it now for their dark it's, tapings. I think it's just dark, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. dark. But they're yeah, they're calling. I think I think they're calling it something. Like they this called is it the, the impact zone. Oh, they called it the elite zone. Oh, that's not very creative. No. Sorry, got to hit him up. Matt Morgan. All right. Oh, Matt Morgan. Um, Another tough enough. Yeah. Alum. He just, that guy just, he couldn't get over no matter where he went. There was just something missing with that guy. It's called charisma. He lacks yeah. it. He's a, he's a big Q guy now, I believe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think he might be. I think he's with uh, that referee guy from NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh Drake God, Wirtz. Uh, Drake, Drake there you go. I was, I was yeah. saying Mr. Irrelevant because he, he <laughs> he's not a thing anymore. <laughs> Silent oh, Black night, Rain, bloody night, Black so, Rain. Who's Black Rain? Bro, that's Gold Dust. That's Dustin Rhodes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. Oh yeah. Now what the hell is Matt Morgan doing? He's wearing like a Charlie Sheen shirt from like Two and a Half Men. Winning, remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. So winner, Tiger, Tiger winner, Blood, yeah, winner, winner, Sheen dinner. He's trying so hard to be charismatic, but he just doesn't have it. You know. Yeah. The Six Sides of Steel is such an awesome name for a steel cage. Yeah. I, I was never a fan of the six-sided ring unless it was in a cage because then it kind of reminded me of like a souped-up octagon. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I never thought about that before. See, I did like the six-sided ring. I thought it made TNA different. I like, I, I, I like that. I always just found it distracting, but the matches were always good in it. And it really doesn't matter as long as the matches are good and the story is good. You can get away with it. But the fact that they went back and forth so many times, I was like, people keep telling me they should bring it back. And I'm just like, I... Oh, 
here comes the rocket rave infection man i just uh rest in peace uh jimmy rave oh jimmy rave yeah, yeah just passed I, away today yeah i literally just at so i just wrote about him in my column that just came out a little bit ago um that's sad man rest in peace this guy was a good wrestler too yeah real talented yeah and then he's Christy oh yeah, Lance, Lance Archer. Lance yeah. played it. Huh? <laughs> wow, Lance Archer looks way. Di- Whoa, hey now. Oh yeah, the the two the two thousands. I forgot what wrestling was like back then. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those moments where I'm like, you know, my wife knows I'm on a podcast. I'm like, please don't walk in. Please don't walk in. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my wife would be like, cause she was with me in college, and she would look at when I would watch wrestling and she'd be like, how do you watch this stuff? <laughs> and then when I started watching it, she was like, oh, this is back. Great. Yeah. So, Lance Storm and Miss like Jackie. Miss Jackie, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, Lance Archer looks very different. Not nearly as muscular no, as he is now. I think I think it took him a long time to actually become a professional wrestler, if that makes any sense. Like, no, I get it. Sometimes it takes guys a while to figure it out. He he went to WWE. He was. Uh, do you remember what his name was in WWE? Vance. Vance, Vance Archer. Vance Archer. Then he, but then he went to Japan, and that's really where he became like a legit pro. I For think sure. It's in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. He really found himself in Japan. So is this? So we have beer money here, but are they beer money yet, or is this like no, proto beer money? I think this is proto beer money. I think this is where we start to get the, the seeds of beer money, and you got Miss, M- Tracy Miss, Brooks. Tracy Brooks, right? Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Kazarian. Uh, the the Bentley Bounce. Bobby Roode always looked like a million bucks to me. Yeah. yeah he, like, he's a guy that just always screams star from the moment I, I ever saw him. Agreed. And it seemed like in WWE when he had that big NXT run, it seemed like it was going to happen. And then, oh, yeah, Vince doesn't get people. So, no. Yeah. But, you know, they, they didn't push him to the world title uh, picture, but he's had a he's, picture. Well, he was the U.S. champion. I think he beat yeah, Randy Orton at WrestleMania. That's, but That's like the U.S. title. They don't even, they don't like treat. Oh, wow. This is a three-way or a oh. seven-way being TNA. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got LAX coming out. This I freaking is the, love this. This is uh, my, f- I loved LAX. Homicide and Hernandez are so freaking great. Yes. And I think we might see in a second, but I think this might be the uh, Hector Guerrero version, if I'm mis- not mistaken. Was Conan here at this time? I don't know. I was, like I said, I wasn't watching. Okay. They're alone. They're not with uh, okay. a manager, yeah, which so, is odd for the LAX act. Yeah, because they had, you know, Conan started it, right? And then I know Conan had some health issues, and he sued TNA at one point and was gone for a long time. And then Hector Guerrero uh, was their manager for a while. Dude, Hernandez is wearing a legit Superman shirt. Like that is <laughs> not cool. Like that is, you know, intellectual property laws be damned. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Warner is really touchy about that, about who can wear a Superman logo in places. And Hernandez doesn't care. No, he's, he's super max. He's like, bring it. And they, and they sold that t-shirt. Oh, wow. Big pump oh. bumps coming out now. Dude, there are so many people in this cage. It's going to be ridiculously <laughs> insane. I love that Scott Steiner just is nothing but sirens, and it's been that way no matter where he's at. Mm -hmm. One of the legit greatest ever. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Like, he's not the greatest wrestler ever as a singles, but he was just so entertaining. At one point, he might have been one of the best in the world. He was an in-ring talent. And then he decided to, he just decided, you know what, I'm going to become Superstar Graham. Yeah, yep. 
and was probably maybe better at being Superstar Graham than Superstar Graham, legitimately speaking. Like, he had a much, like, I know he was, like, no, I think that's legit. I don't think I'm crazy in that. I think it's not crazy to say Scott Steiner had a better career than Superstar Graham. Superstar Graham had a good three- or four-year run in WWF. Yes. And, uh, well, he, he was, was one of the biggest stars in the world, yeah. for sure. He, and he was big before he got there, but I think that's really where he made a name for himself. But he was mm-hmm. big in Florida. He was big, he was. I think, San Francisco, Carolinas. L.A., Carolinas, mm-hmm. yeah. But then after he got hurt in New York and he lost the title to uh, – who did Backlund. he lose the title? Backlund. Backlund. Yeah, he lost, and then he left, and then he ended up coming back as like some kind of the karate, karate gimmick. Yeah. And that kind of killed, and they tried to go back to Graham, and it never quite worked. But I think no. Scott Steiner had a much better, much better career doing kind of the same thing. Yeah. Well, we've got Booker T here coming in. He's uh, Scott Steiner's tag team partner. Hey, the last, the last WCW World Championship match on Nitro. Yeah, there you go. You know what that is? A complete coincidence. <laughs> I love the Booker T TNA music. It's just kind of a knockoff of the famous, you know. <laughs> they weren't even hiding it. No, they're just like, you know, I respect Al Oliver for not hiding it. He's just like, you know what, I'm just going to rip this off. Yeah. I always like Booker and Charmel. I think the act works really well. Yeah, I do too. It just it was too bad that Booker's TNA run just didn't work. He just kind of it was definitely a cash grab for him. Did he Booker care? Cool no. That's the kid. That's the question. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Booker gave a shit at all no. when he was in TNA. All right. So what do we got here? We got. Uh, is this a four way or is this an eight this man? Is, this is an eight man. Here. Okay. We got uh, James Storm and Bobby Roode, and the Rock and Rave Infection against Scott Steiner, Booker T, and LAX. This is the most TNA match one could possibly start with. And I think I love it. Dude, yeah. I got to be honest. I adore the look of Christmas lights on the ring. On the yeah. cage. It's so cool. I can't believe yeah. I haven't seen it since. I, I, I want them to do another Christmas special. Maybe they can leave the hokey stuff out, but I think this is really cool. The Christmas lights on the I cage. I agree. I yeah. think this works. You know what I like, too, is they just had an angle of the cage. Like, and sometimes I remember the old Crockett matches, like they would shoot through the cage and it's a horrible look like this right here. They actually, I saw, because they zoom out a little far, there's actually a hole in the cage yeah. where the lens is fitting in right there. And it actually works. I kind of like that. Yeah. Look, and they got the uh, the Christmas ribbons on the corners too. Dude, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite professional wrestlers, Nikita Choloff. Yeah. Look at the traps on that man. And then here's uh, Jimmy Rave just taking it to him. Rest in peace, and my man. Boom, and he's down. Great bump. Oh. This is great. This is great. <laughs> homicide. Did you see the bump Homicide took at the Ring of Honor show? Oh, my gosh. And then he uh, he hit the cop killer. Uh, I was pretty upset that the cop killer didn't finish. How are you going to kick out of the cop killer on the last Ring of Honor show? Yeah. Like, oh, damn. Uh, I'm like ten, I'm like four seconds lag behind okay, you. Okay. So I just saw that gnarly head bump into the cage. Hey, did they announce how Jimmy Rave died? Do we know? I I you know I I don't know. Um, probably will take a little bit of time before that news gets released. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. Man, this is homicide too. Back when he could still move. Like this is this is good stuff right here. You know, if TNA could get out of its own way, it was a better company than WWE at this time, and it's not even a controversial statement. No, it's not. I totally agree. But they just have 
they just couldn't get out of their own way. And again, I watch stuff like this, and it's like, this is great. What's not to love about this? Oh, yeah, and it's totally creative too. Like it they is. Just, they had a lot of cool ideas. It is. Like this is different. Like I mean, I've never seen this before, and I don't think I've seen it since. Like Tony should be watching this and steal this. They only they don't do a lot of cage matches. Like TNA definitely did not have a problem doing a lot of cage matches. No, I think this is one of a He's few on this episode. <laughs> there you go. What you know? What's better than one cage match? Eight thousand cage matches. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, WWE did War Games, and then they did like two or three cage matches the next night on Raw. Was last week, yes. Yeah. <laughs> last week was the week of the cage. Dude, I can't get over how different Archer looks. Like he's got that, he's got that two thousand three girl hair where you had like the the bleach stripes in yeah. your long hair. I remember. Yeah. In college, every girl had that when you'd go to the bar. And that's, what, <laughs> that's what Lance Archer has. Of course, they also had tramp stamps, which Lance Archer also has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he looks like, you know, a bar skank listening to Bon Jovi. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Scott Edwards, and I'm the host of the Five Star Joshi podcast on Fight Game Media Network Plus. From week to week, I discuss the biggest events, news, and matches from the world of Joshi, with much of the conversation revolving around stardom, one of the hottest promotions in the world right now, as well as other promotions like TJPW, Ice Ribbon, and many more. Each and every week is something new as I often welcome a guest to join me and share their insights and thoughts about the world of Joshi, to always allow the show to evolve and grow. There's no better time to become a Joshi fan than right now. Subscribe and listen at patreon.com slash fight game media but so this back in these days archer he was still you know almost seven feet tall but he worked like he was like six two six three he still work i mean he's still even being 45 years old he still doesn't work like a, a well that's why he's hurt right now he almost killed himself doing a moonsault yeah and then and boom there's a spine buster with the rave Dude, Booker's working out here, man. Like, Booker gets a reputation for being really lazy in this run, and maybe the promos were trash, but he's working here. Oh, Christy Hemme. TNA legend? Christy Hemme? I would say so. That's a, I was saying, is that a bold statement? No, no, because she had a lot of, uh... Okay, who's that guy? That I don't know that that was a guy. You know who I think that was? The, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but the, uh, the girl that was like, my vag, my vag, that girl. Selena. Okay. And Booker gets the pin here. Quick kind of a, eight, eight man cage match. Just, you know, get it done. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. Like, I feel, wow, Tracy Books. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know if I like that short of a match for a cage, like, especially something this cool, but whatever. Yeah. Well, they're, they're fitting a lot of matches on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Okay, here, let me, let me turn this yeah. up. He's been staring at me all night. I don't know who he is. <laughs> Santa! Yeah! <laughs> Santa's little helpers. This is good. This is good. Hey, happy holidays, Santa. Hey, happy holidays. Santa's on his way. Here comes the beautiful people. Angelina and I have come by. Velvet looks the exact same. Mm-hmm. The newly single Velvet. Take your shot, boys. Go go get it. <laughs> Clearly the standards are low. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. Service them. And if they're worthy enough, give them a little... 
holiday cheer. Whoa, oh, Christ, Vince Russo wrote this. Oh, yeah. And cupcakes and everything. Hey, my cousins here, Bruno and Tilly, you guys can practice with them. So I don't know who those two fat guys are. I was just going to say, who are these guys? I have no idea. Santa's coming. We want everything to be perfect. We want your Santa. I don't. Oh, here comes ODB. Oh, ODB. Another person who looks exactly the same. Exactly. It's been whoa, 14 years and 15 years almost, and she looks the same. Kudos. Eric Young, on the other hand, looks like a different human being. Yes. No, 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 no. I meant like cookies and milk. You give them your muffins and stuff. I love the elf look for, for Eric Young with the Rambo headband. Mm hmm. It Man. works. Er, nobody has reinvented themselves more than Eric Young more times. No, pe people talk about Chris Jericho, but I'll say that Eric Young has had extreme reinventions. That that might be a WrestleJ article down the road. Sin is, sin is coming. He's gonna be oh, soon. thank you. I need an idea for this week. I'll go work on that after we're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here comes Kong. You want to serve as a guest with like uh, Velvet and Angelina? No, yeah. that's not your thing. Okay. Uh, Dude, the talent in this company in this era is insane. Just Hall of Famers up and down. Up and down. And people, like the whole LOL TNA, you know, meme, I get it. But, I mean, there's good stuff here. There's lots yeah. of good stuff here. Yeah. You just But the bad stuff just outweighed the good stuff at times. But when you go back and rewatch it and you know the, you know about the bad stuff, you tolerate it more, I think. Because you think know that right. the good stuff's coming. Yeah, you just accept. You just accept that things are going to be bad. Speaking of uh, being dumped by Velvet Sky, here comes Bully Ray. Who, this, I think this is heel Team 3D, and now they're out here in the Santa suits. Uh, Bully thinks Christmas sucks is what he's saying, so he's going full, full-blown heel. Looks like Johnny Devine over there, the blonde guy uh, from ah. Team Canada. He is a, an elf there for the two Santas. But will anyone be a real heel? Because, I mean, apparently this man dressed in the Santa Claus suit is real, real. <laughs> yeah. Him and Austin Aries, apparently. Well, Austin Aries does get that real heel heat. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's got so much heat he can't get a job. Can't get a job. Worked himself into a legit shoot where you can't work. Great job. <laughs> Which is crazy because he is an amazing wrestler. <laughs> so that's the thing. Is I, I get people not liking Austin Aries. I completely get it. But the man is really good in the ring. Very like, good. We cannot we cannot pretend Austin Aries. People do, but like you shouldn't pretend Austin Aries like sucks at professional wrestling. Yeah, here let me turn up what Bully's about to say. Yeah. My life just died. A very merry Christmas. You know. Being that it is the Christmas season, and me and my brother are feeling so very giving, we'd like to take this opportunity to bring out Black Machismo and the Motor City Machine Guns and apologize to them for treating them so poorly over the past couple of months. Ho, ho, ho. Is Booker, uh, Booker, is Bully speaking for TNA management here? I think so. <laughs> well, here comes uh, Machismo, the uh, Jay Lethal. Uh, in his, oh, they got the little guy here. Oh, <laughs> they oh went, I've never seen this before. Yeah, you they, bring, went, they went back to 97 DX. Now, this is where they would shoot themselves in the foot. They have this cool ideas. Saying. 
And then they rehashed this old DX stuff from 97. 98. And it wasn't really that funny back then, the first time. Like, it was humorous. Yeah. But they did it all. Like, this is this right here. Yeah. Like, this is Vince Russo not having any real ideas. <laughs> no. Right? Like, He's oh, just hoping... Gonna- He's just yeah. hoping nobody remembers that it was funny 10 years prior. Because literally, this is 2007. They first yes. He first wrote this in 97, 10 years yes. prior. Literally yes. around the same time, because this is December. When, D- when DX pulled up, it was Bret Hart in what, November of 97? November might have been early December because it was Survivor yeah. Series. So, I mean, like, we're literally, not literally, like 10 years in a month, maybe. And, yeah. like, he's just doing the same crap from then. Like, <clears throat> he's so... I'll say it. He's overrated as a writer. Like he well, so I think the the best analogy that I heard is that he was he was a good offensive coordinator for a couple of years, and then he had the chance to become a head coach and completely flopped multiple times. And he see, kept living off his offensive coordinator skills. See anyone from the New England Patriots over the last twenty years? There you go. Charlie Weiss always comes to mind. Charlie Weiss. Josh McDaniel didn't really work Josh out McDaniel. at Denver. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill, Bill O'Brien didn't work out in Houston. I mean, there's a trend. There's a there's trend. A trend. Yeah. It's a shame, too, is this is a company that gave us a, uh, a little person, what are you going to call him, pissing into a garbage can with a gun. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. where do you go from there? Like, anything <laughs> pales in comparison to what Puppet was doing five years prior to this. I know. Puppet was great. He was a madman. He was a damn madman. <laughs> he, and he recently died, didn't he? I oh, think I he did. Yeah, yeah, he recently died. Oh, was so shame. sad to hear that because he entertained me. So they're basically doing Christmas Story. Like, yeah. Bully Ray's literally doing the Christmas Story, ho, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. So we had to get through, we had to rush through this giant cage match with all these legends <laughs> to do this. So right? Bully Ray can be a real hill and get real hill heat. Dude, I want to be as good as Bully Ray thinks he was. <laughs> like, le- talk about legend in your own mind. You know, he, he had a little bit of a run when he first became Bully Ray, and then even that got old after a while. But it I was, thought he was a good heel for a little bit. He was a good heel, but he acts like he drew all this money as a heel when that's not accurate. Right. He thinks he drew that big crowd in the, uh, uh, when I say, um, in the Alamo Dome against Jeff Hardy. And I'm like, you realize you were in there with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Hulk Hogan was there. Ric Flair was there. All these other guys were there. A generational superstar in Jeff Hardy. Like, I don't know, man. I can't believe this is still going on. <laughs> so why are these uh, little people angry at Bully? Like, they didn't know when he dressed them up. They were, he was going to insult all of them and be a jerk. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they were in on the gag. Why wouldn't shouldn't they have known from the get go that that's what was going to happen? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to find logic in Vince Russo. I think he just thinks it's funny to watch little people get beat up. Oh, and nope. then there you go. Nobody's, the little guy. nobody's laughing. Like, oh, and now they're, they're beating down now the little guys here. Hey, this got Cass fired from, or this got Morrissey fired from WWE. Yeah. He was Cass at the time. So oh, and that. now here comes the real machismo. And here comes Saban and Alex Shelley to chase these bastards away. There you go. <laughs> looks like machismo looks like one of the young bucks with that outfit on. Mm-hmm. 
Chris Saban, always been a handsome man. The Bills. How about we get the crew to come on out, set up the giant candy canes, pending Team 3D doesn't eat them first. Oh, fat jokes. Hmm. <laughs> you know, nothing says, let's get this match started. Let's get the crew to get the candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> come on, I'm going to kick your ass. Let's get the candy canes. Let's get the candy canes. Oh, Jesus. Double North Pole match. And welcome back, everyone, to the holiday. You, how does one have a double North Pole? By definition, <laughs> one, need, one needs a North and a South Pole. Oh, wait, Vince Russo. Huge stockings hanging from the poles. One stocking down is labeled the Ultimate X match. The other is labeled the Plate Glass Tables match. Well, Team 3D... So, I don't know much about Johnny Devine. Educate me. Uh, Team Canada guy. I think he's a Scott Demore trained guy. Okay. And uh, I think after this little run here in uh, 07, he did some X Division stuff. He was Team 3D's kind of uh, henchman. He would always get beat up a lot, and then he just kind of flamed out, too. I have no I idea what he's doing today. I remember him being the other guy in Team Canada. Yeah, so it was him, and then they also had uh, this other guy named A1. He was a, yes. a, a big jacked-up guy. Yes. I mean, like, it was obviously okay. the talent was. Okay, so this double North Pole match. They got a candy cane on. Is it just They got a candy cane hanging up there. I think you got to climb the candy cane, and there's something up there that you have to grab. <laughs> I think so, it's talking. So it's a pole match. Yes. <laughs> like it's Vince Russo. So it's a pole match. I'm just, I'm, tr uh, JD, I'm trying to, you know, just in case someone's not watching this along with us, I'm trying to set the stage here, set the scene, and do it in a way that a sports guy would do it. It's a pole match. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I appreciate the effort. Team 3D is actually wrestling in the Santa outfits. They are, yeah. Which is actually kind of great, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're staying in full heel Santa gimmick. I did. That's it. what I'm saying. Full seal, you know, because they're real heels. Yeah. Not like not like these fake likable heels that we have today. At the same time, team three. How great were the machine guns? The, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. I wish, I wish they would work something out with Shelly and bring him back, man. Because I think the tag team division could use him. For sure. I was signed anywhere. I was, yeah, he just didn't want to do the travel, right, with the COVID stuff. Well, so I think it was, um, you know, he was a little worried about the vaccine. And I know a lot of people were at first, but it seems like he got it because he's traveling again. So um, he, he I, could, understand, I, I understand being nervous about things when they first come out. That's logical. Yeah. That's reasonable. It's been a year. You know, yeah. I think most people can get on board with stuff now. Um, I'd love to get them back together because you're right. The tag division right now is, dude, all we've seen is tag matches so far, right? Yeah. We saw an eight-man tag. Those were all tag teams, and we're seeing a tag match right here. Like, compare that to what we have now. Like, this is almost like an embarrassment of riches. So we got Alex Shelley beating up on Bully Ray. Now, Bully Ray, he was, uh, he was Brother Ray in this era. He has the beard on. He just took the wig off. And here comes Black Machismo to, to attack uh, Brother Ray here. That's far more tassels than Randy Savage would have worn. <laughs> and that, yeah. Man, young Jay Lethal's out there moving. Oh, he was so great, man. He was. I forgot how fast Jay Lethal used to be. Boom. Did you watch Lethal and Gresham over the weekend? I did. It was pretty good. Pretty I liked damn it. Good. Yeah. I really liked good. it. I like that Lethal was playing the Gresham's game. It was that was a Gresham showcase. It really was. It yeah. sure sounds like AEW is going to bring him in for a couple shots, which I think yeah. is good. Yeah. 
Oh, and then he took the guns down. Now he's oh. going to try and... Impact should bring them in, too. Should bring in these Ring of Honor guys just to... Even if they're coming back to Ring of Honor, just to kind of give some more spotlight to Ring of Honor while it's gone. Yeah. And then allow their talent to go work those Ring of Honor shows now that they're unaffiliated. Yeah, if it's going to be a super indie, you know, run it like run it like PWG, basically. Just keep bringing people in. Yeah, or Game Changer, absolutely. Or Game Changer, yeah. I like PWG more than Game Changer. All right. So we got we got everybody's on the outside here in this double North Pole match. Team 3D, Johnny Devine against the Motor City Machine. Do you right, Lethal reminds me of CD Afi for some reason with these pants. <laughs> That's a blast from the past. I know. I don't know why it's popping in my head. I'm looking it's like he reminds me of CD Afi. Uh, kids, put him in your Google machine, CD Afi. But when the W the WWF tried to replace Superfly Snuka with Super, this is just this week. Someone tweeted out, might have been Alan Blackstock. We're like, because uh, they had the Shaft theme, and everyone thought it was gonna be Superfly Snuka. And Howard they go Superfly CD Afi, and the crowd just boos the shit out of him. It's amazing. Yeah. Here's uh, Team 3D, by the way, going for one of the fan favorite moves as heel. Well, they do the what's up. Oh, oh because, got, and it got reversed. And here comes a little guy, reverse what's up, boom, right on to uh, Bully Ray or Brother Ray here. Brother Ray's brother nuts. Yeah. A real heel. Yeah. I got to be honest, Johnny Devine is the perfect example of ridiculous for this yeah. match. Yeah. Like, it works. He's got the long stockings there. Oh, here comes little black machismo pulling him down. And I think this is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and I love how into it Don West is trying to explain what's going on. Dude, Don West is incredible. <laughs> like, I remember watching those baseball card infomercials. I never even collected baseball cards, and I was ready to buy all of them. <laughs> Here we go. Boom. The high Boom. low. That was the el total elimination. Perry Saturn, John Cronus. It was always, that will always be total elimination to me. Yep. Do not call it the high low. That's no. disrespectful. Boom. Absolutely. Respect. And the eliminators. Uh, I, I blanked on their name for a second. Yeah. What, uh, watching Saban and Shelly go out, you could tell that Young Bucks were heavily inspired by them. Oh, yeah. They at least, they don't even make like a, they don't even make like a, a, a joke about it. Like, no. they'll point to their hand at, at various points oh, of matches. We had the little guy do an elbow off the back of uh, Saban. <laughs> that actually kind of worked. Didn't right. get a very good shot of it, though. Oh, pulled down the Santa, the stocking there, and he got the victory, Alex Shelley. You All know right. what? The crowd is actually super into this. Super so into as it. stupid as it was, and it was stupid. <laughs> it was. The performers made that work. And again, yeah. I'm going to give all the credit to the Motor City Machine Guns because they are one of the best tag teams. One of, probably one of the best unsung tag teams ever because they never had a WWE run. So I don't think a lot of people realize just how damn good they were. All right. Here, let me turn this up real quick. Let's see. So here they are. You got Hemi dancing up on the couch there. You got the fat guys trying to hit on Awesome Kong. <laughs> I gotta know who these guys are. I they don't. gotta be. They gotta be indie workers, right? Yeah. Ooh. I think Kia actually stuck that one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's okay. I mean, Santa's on his way anyway, so. Dude, this is like 1985 WWF oh. TV. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Here's my guy, Kevin Nash, one of the greatest performers in the history of TNA. Oh. That never had a good match. <laughs> Accurate. Smoking. You don't want to be serviced by the girls. Kevin Nash is a national treasure. 
two for one, halves, three on one. Especially in this promotion, where his stock only went down when he went in the ring. This is a Tuesday Night Titans skit. Gone awry. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear me? Oh. Oh. That happens when you throw ice on the floor. You're going to fall. <laughs> All right. I cannot believe Vince McMahon was not involved in the production of this segment. <laughs> oh, poor Eric's got to clean up after everybody. Oh, and here comes the angles before one of them became a Jarrett. How you doing, Eric? Kurt? Karen? Do you want to comment on Karen? Um, I, I, I lost track of what we were talking about, Mike. Karen, how did the... Okay, legit question here. Kurt and Karen were together for a long time before his career even started. How did the WWE never use Karen Angle? It's ridiculous, because she's a great performer. She is, and she's gorgeous. Yeah. Like... Santa's on this is, I can tell this is the mid 2000s because this dress is barely legal. Can we have a talk? Yeah. I get the feeling some Janet Jackson moment's about to happen any moment now. For real. I hope there's a bit of tape. How did, seriously, how did Vince McMahon look at Karen Angle and not go like, oh, we got to use her? I want you to know. What do you think of this TNA belt? Doesn't exist. There is no I like it. I think it looks you nice. like this one? Yeah, I like it. It's not my favorite belt. I yeah, it's like, not my favorite I like, either. I like their rip-off version of the big gold belt the best, the one that uh, Moose was carrying around for a little bit. But Yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah, but I, I do like this one. This one kind of... Cartoon character. You know what? Never mind. I was about to say it kind of looks like the AEW belt, but it really doesn't. I think it more like, like the IWGP the belt a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Same person? No. Uh oh, he's trying to tell him that Santa's not real. This Kurt Angle. He's what a dick. Heal Kurt Angle. Spider Man's in on it too. Is that what you said? Is he what? Does he lower the lower the presents down the chimney with his web, and then they put him under the tree? Does that, is that how he does it so fast? That's how he gets. Oh, no, 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 Eric, 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 listen, listen. Where, where's the booze? I listen, this right is now. big. Wait, where's what? the booze? That's a rough line coming from Kurt Angle, actually. <laughs> In retrospect, that doesn't age well. No. This is giant. This is so big. Spider Man All right. Oh, we got ODB. I'd like to think all this ridiculousness from early in his career has influenced Eric Young to become the absolute psychopath he is today. Yeah. All right, here comes ODB in this knockout street fight match. Here's another. I do like how they set this up. Well, I don't like how they set this up, but I respect that they set this up beforehand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ODB is a character that I don't think, I don't know, like, it should work in WWE, but there's no way they would actually book her. No, right? because they all have to have the, uh, they have a type, right? Yeah. It doesn't fit their type. And everybody say, oh, well, what about Tamina Snuka? Well, Tamina Snuka's family, so she gets she, in, right? And same thing with Nia Jax, she's family, she gets in. I have a conspiracy theory about how about how she keeps her job to me to snook up, but I won't get into that. Uh, 1982, uh, White Plains, New York. 83. Okay. Yes. yes. Might have something to do with that. Did you read Irv Mushnitz's book on that, by the way? No. Oh. That is something I need to read. Oh. Thank you for... You absolutely 100% should read it, and then send Irv a message I did after I read it, and he will give you a nice response. He's a very nice guy. No. Okay. I like him. Okay, so, so this is Roxy is Laveau. This? this is Roxy Laveau. So she was part of the Voodoo Kin Mafia 
and she came in. She was trying to play. You remember that movie Pirates of the Caribbean? They I had the, Pirates of the Caribbean. Kind of the, the hot black chick that was kind of like a voodoo chick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to portray that, but just did not work. Like it was a, a piss poor portrayal of that character. Was it as piss poor as Paul Burchill's rip off of Johnny Depp in said movie? <laughs> no, I think that was probably the the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was garbage. It was absolute garbage. Some movies wrestling can continually take from, like the Mad Max series. Yes. Some movies, like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, should never be taken from. No. The loser of the match must wear the ring. So, Miss Jackie Moore. So, my second ever um, wrestling show I ever went to was Fully Loaded 1998. And her and Sable had a bikini contest. And I was, uh, gosh, what was I, 1998? 15 years old. And uh, it lost the slippage in that, in that show with that bikini contest. Chrissy Hemi is an interesting case because she's only with, she won that first Diva search. She's only in WWE for like a year, right? Yeah, and then she spent like the next decade in decade TNA. Here. Yeah, and like, she was she was in creative for a while too. Yeah, it's like WWE went to all that trouble on that diva search to give star to TNA. Did you know that she was uh, in the Man Show before she got into wrestling? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, she was with uh, Joe Rogan, and I can't remember who his co-host was. But... Adam Carolla. No, Carolla was with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Kimmel, right. Kimmel t- did his late night show. Corolla went back to radio, and then Joe Rogan took over. And I can't remember who his co-host was, but nah, Christy Hemme was in that version. I was not watching the Man Show in that era. I, you know, I wasn't either. But the picture just popped up on Reddit, so I, uh, that's how I know. Tracy Brooks was really attractive. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here comes Awesome Kong, uh, newly minted Hall of Famer this year. Yes, and a very deserving Hall of Famer. I would Absolutely. Say. One of the She's great TNA. Kill. Yeah. She's gonna kill all these girls, right? Oh, of course. She's one, the, of one of the great TNA, one of the great TNA acts of all time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Again, in this era, in this era, when WWE was all in on the divas, the fact that TNA had the courage to bring this out and to do something this different is awesome. Yeah, and when she was great in the ring too, like she, she was, could fuck, she could fucking go, man. Which is and, why WWE signed her. And she out. should she should get in the Hall of Fame a second time for um, getting into Bubble of Love Sponge's face and getting him out of wrestling for good. I don't know this story. Oh, you don't? Okay, no. so you remember the Haiti earthquake? Yes. And so there was this big like government type of campaign and Red Cross campaign for everybody to donate donate money to Haiti. Well, she's Haitian. And Bubba the Love Smarts came out on his radio show saying, fuck Haiti, don't everybody give money to Haiti, blah, blah, blah. So she saw him at TNA later that week and got right up in his grill and they got into a big fight. And she beat his ass? I don't think she beat his ass, but she did get him fired. He never came back to wrestling after that. He immediately got fired. I like that. Yeah. So are uh, are, are uh, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky the beautiful people here, or are they just a tag team? Or, you know, a thing? Yeah. Uh, are, talk, are talk, they... among, talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. Okay. So I was going to ask Mike. I don't think Mike heard me. He's got something come up. I was going to say, I don't know if Angelina Love and, and Velvet Sky are the beautiful people at this point, or if they are just... A team um, of some sort. I've lost track of my mind because, yes. Oh, Gail Kim. So, like I said, I was not watching TNA in this era. I was like 05 to late 06, and then I got married, so I lost track of wrestling at that point. And then Mom Mike's coming back so I can stop wasting time. Nope, Mike left again. So I'm going to keep trying to waste time while Mike's gone. 
So it's fun to see Gail Kim back in Impact. Um, she's such a great performer. And I got to interview her husband once. I was saying this. Gail oh. Kim got to interview her husband once, Robert Irvine. I met her husband in Afghanistan. Did you really? And, and That's I a cool did. story of the mine. Yeah, and I got to tell Gail that story whenever I did Impact Press Pass recently. Because she was That's the host. That's very cool. Yeah. And so I, he came by my office because he did like a USO tour. He came by my office and he walked up and I shook his hand and he goes, how are you? And I was like, great. I go, how's Gail? <laughs> I didn't ask him how he was doing. And so he, he thought that was pretty funny. He said, well, I'll tell Gail you said hi. Something tells me he didn't tell her that, but. Probably not. Yeah. I interviewed, I, I was working the National Restaurant Association convention, I think back in 2013. Yeah. And they had all these celebrity chefs that I had to interview. So it was pretty cool. I was watching, my wife was a big Food Network fan, so I knew the vast majority of them. And then the only one I remember was Robert Irvine because he was the only one that was cool. Yeah. Like yeah, the rest he, of them are so full of themselves. They're like just uh, like farting their way through the interview. And Robert Irvine was nice and engaging and he talked to us like before and after the shoot. Like he was just a cool dude. I appreciated it. Yeah, he was he was super nice to everybody, man. Whenever he came out there. Yeah, good dude. This is absolute madness, by the way. As it should be. Yes. Yes, there should be no work whatsoever in this match. So this this show right here is what they should have done similarly on Thanksgiving as opposed to Wrestle House. They should have yeah. just had a, a completely nonsensical, chaotic show, top to bottom. Well, this is far more entertaining than Wrestle House. Oh, yeah. Miss Jackie, another um, Hall of Famer. Yep. I think she's in the Hall of Fame, right? WWE Hall of Fame? I think she's in WWE Hall of Fame, yeah. So they got the big toy box there, and the beautiful people are picking it up now. And I think they're going to hit. They're going to hit. Oh, they hit ODB in the butt, and there she goes to the outside. <laughs> I had a question when you left. Are yeah. they the beautiful people here, or are they just Velvet Sky and Angelina Love? You know, I don't remember. I've only ever known them as the beautiful people. Their Tron did not say the beautiful people, and the beautiful people, I believe, was a three-person act. That's why I asked. Okay, so maybe they didn't become beautiful people until Madison Rain got there? I think Kate, I think Lacey's was in the, the beautiful people first. Right? Lacey, Lacey Von Eric? Yeah, Lacey, I think Lacey Von Eric's there first. Okay. I might Some, be wrong on that. I'm like I said, I'm not 100. I'm not... I'm Somebody, not 50% uh, sure. Uh, one of the homeboys listening will fact check us on that deal. My memory's a bit foggy of this era. I did live in Las Vegas in 2007. Well, and it's not like any of this is like memorable, so I get it. <laughs> well, there's so much happening all at once. This is madness. Like this yeah. is, this is like, um, okay. this is Adderall on television. So here comes Kong. All the chicks are in the ring, and I think she's about to eat. It's about to be ugly and it's going to be glorious that's what makes this work though mm -hmm. right and this is what made it different than what wwe is doing because wwe it would just be you know the tna madness and i use the t not a not n but. yeah boom double close this line is... to brooks and jackie gosh kong was great she was awesome and then here comes the bad look at the, oh this is terrible get oh thank you killer Ooh, with, a, with, an, with an Aja Kong inspired breakfast there. Oh, yeah. Roxy Laveau was so bad. <laughs> Dude. And then Hemi was great. Hugh Stevens is just 10 years too old. Yep. Right? If she was around now in her prime, do you know how many great matches we'd have? Oh, my gosh. Boom. Oh, Sit down, nice powerbomb. Nice bump, too. Perfect. Well done. Yes. I'm okay with this. Yeah, this was this was fun. 
just complete chaos and awesome Kong. Just beats the shit of everybody. You know what, though? It's chaos that doesn't involve cookie sheets or kendo sticks or garbage <laughs> can lens. So it was, I appreciate it. It was different. Yeah. Oh, here comes Gail Kim. This is the big rivalry, the legendary rivalry. She brought a steel chair. One of the you know great rivalries in American female wrestling history, I would say. Boom. Here you yeah, go, I Gail. I mean, like, it's probably right up there with, like, I know Tristratus and Lita is the other one. Yeah. I don't think there's another one that I could rank in the top five. To be you know, you got, you know, Sasa, Becky, and Dang. Charlotte. Wow, that yeah, was straight fair. to the dome. Yeah, that was an unprotected chair shot to the melon. Like, that's something you don't see anymore. With a real chair, not a gimmick chair. Yeah. Oh. That was gnarly. Yeah. I, I just remember loving this feud so much. This is awesome. I, I fully expected to hate this. I really did. <laughs> so they did a good job. You know, see how they have a lot of the like the model chicks that can't really wrestle at all. They did a good job back then of mixing them in with wrestlers that can actually go. And they did their parts to just be entertaining and get their asses kicked. Yeah, and I think WWE lost the plot on that with the John Laurinaitis here, where it just became the swimsuit models. Yeah. And not not enough of the ass whoopers. Because you need that. Mm-hmm. And you got Gail, who's like one of the models that can actually go. Yeah, Gail. Gail is a professional wrestler who just happens to be pretty, right? Not not some pretty girl they found and talked into wrestling. Yeah. Oh yes, we need an update on the Christmas party. Okay. <laughs> we got Matt Morgan here. Matt Morgan's talking to EY about the values of Q. <laughs> You know, there's a pizza place in Washington. Oh, here's Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Yeah, so this is uh, the era where him, he broke away from James Storm here, and he was trying to become a single star. This isn't a party. There's no music. Is that one of pro wrestling's all-time biggest uh, whoops? Yeah, I think so. I had high hopes for him. Everyone did. Everyone thought he was going to be the guy off the team, and it was James Storm. Mm-hmm. What's Chris Harris's gimmick in this era? I I think that his gimmick was guy who should make it but won't. I I don't remember exactly what was going on with him. Okay. Jim Cornette has a birthday on Christmas. Who's he? That's a good line. Who's he? That's good. That's good. That's good. Good job, Chris Harris. Oh, we got we got the little guys. We got Saban and Shelly here. So am I to believe this house is actually in the impact zone? I, man, I, you know what? I bet if somebody did the research, they'd find out exactly whose house this was. Or if it was just a stage set up in Nashville somewhere. I think this is probably a stage set up. Because they look like they're right off the, they're right out of the ring. So that works. I yeah. like the continuity. His Macho Man impression is incredible. It's one of the greats. Hey, he does a great flair too. He does. Oh, Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt. Uh, they tried so many different things with him. AEW producer Sanjay, or coach, I think they call him there. Sanjay yeah. Dutt. The player from the Himalaya. And then here comes SoCal Val. SoCal Val. Uh, Fight TV's own uh, SoCal Val. Uh-oh, she got mistletoe. Go for it, Eric. Oh, this was the big... Uh, well, maybe this might... This might <laughs> oh, so this was the big uh, love triangle with Sanjay Dutt and Black Machismo and SoCal Val. They actually ended up having a wrestling match over this whole thing. Gag might not have aged very well, actually. Oh, SoCal Val is of age. 
yeah. Crystal to check on Samoa Joe. Hey, Joe, are you coming to the Christmas party tonight? Who is who is Crystal? Hey, I think she's. I know you're mad at. I think she's just the blonde girl announcer. Me, I, mean, I have no idea. I don't have the reincarnated Goldilocks. I think so. You know, I love that Joe is beyond all this shit. By the way, fact, you know, uh, so perfect for Joe. Sounds pretty good. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of food. So much food. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, a ball bearing necklace. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. I just saw a picture of myself wearing one of those in a little t-shirt. That was the standard. You couldn't wear yeah. one without the other. Yeah. Yeah, that might be nice. You know, maybe instead of a ah, fashions of the two thousands. What the fans want to see? Me committing violence? Don't you think that would? Be I had a puka shell necklace in college. Yeah. But I'm okay. Not proud to say I wore in public. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, once again, you're just a messenger. I'm getting out of the holiday spirit here. I mean, that's crazy of me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not that type of person, am no I? Grinch. No, no, no Grinch. Grinch. No Grinch this season, huh? So I'll tell you what. Where's Matt Morgan at? I, I uh -oh. think Matt's already at the party. He's at the party. Matt's at the party. Yeah. I love Jim or Joe. Yep. He's one of the greatest. I think Samoa Joe's going to go to this party now. You convey a little message for me. You tell Matt Morgan, I'm going to appear at his party. I'm going to make sure it's a party that he never forgets. I love that he's beyond the stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. I love it. No, because you need that. Yeah. He's the, he's the straight man in all of this. Uh-huh. Which makes it work. Yeah. And mysterious history involving the monster abyss, Father James Mitchell, okay. Judas Macias. So, oh god, Abyss and Judas Macias. They just brought back Judas Macias in the NWA. Well, he is Mil Machete or Mil Ma, um, the man of a thousand deaths, Mil Muertes oh, he, in MLW. He is Mil Muertes, it's the same guy, huh? Same guy, yeah. He was Mil Muertes and Lucha Underground. He's King Mortis in uh, MLW. MLW. And that was Judas Macias in NWA. Not good in any any of them. <laughs> I, I was a fan of Mil Mortis and Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground, <laughs> the, the presentation is great. Yeah, yeah I, I did like it. A lot of that is Katrina, Carly Perez. Carly Perez of Lucha, real name. Yeah. Shoot your own father in the back. Oh my gosh. These stories they did with Abyss were always so bad. Yes. Are you ready to tell the truth, Chris? It's like they tried to make him into their version of, I mean, clearly they tried to make him into their version of Mankind. And they try to do those, like, Foley-esque stories. That's the yeah. same guy as, as Mil Muertes? Just, Mil Muertes has more steroids now, but yeah, that's the same guy. Oh, okay. Fair. Oh, I never would have guessed that. That's a Ricky Banderas from Puerto Rico. Here comes Relic, JD. You're right. not gonna. You're not gonna believe this. Guess what, Relic? Every, the joke. The joke is coming. I know that. R Relic. It is killer. Killer spelled, spelled backwards. backwards. Yeah. Yes. I, everybody was waiting for that. Of course. That's a classic. And Hook. His new sub submission is Red Rum, which is murder spelled backwards. So AEW is keeping things alive. <laughs> to be fair, the red rum thing is literally taken from the shining. So yeah, <laughs> we'll let, I'll let that slide. He's explained to us that All right, so here we got a barbed wire Christmas tree. Is his darkest, deepest I kind of like that. And that's why Relic has joined Black Rain in TNA. Okay, here's Shark Boy. Shark Boy. Love Shark Boy. So every match has been well, we had an eight man, we had a six man, we had a bunch of 
divas or knockouts all at once. And now we have, I think, a fatal four-way. And we complain about today's impact having too many multi-person matches. This is gimmick to shit here, man. Yeah. Well, I think it's gimmick to shit for a reason. It's a Christmas special. They're just throwing everything out there. Oh, yeah, which is fine. Yeah. And then here comes Dustin Rhodes as Black Rain. He was huge back then. He was. I was, uh, I was not, wondering. My God, he looks terrible. So this was. Outfit. So he will. He will admit it. This was probably the darkest time in his life, as far as drugs go. He was not doing well. You know what? It's good. It's nice to see this only because you can. You know, like how the story ends. Yeah. And he's been happy and healthy for over a decade now. And he might be one. He's like one of the legit one of the best workers in AEW. Yeah, the man does not have bad matches. No, and he's in his 50s now. He's phenomenal. Yeah. And here comes Abyss, TNA Hall of Famer, Impact Hall of Famer. Well, WWE producer. Yep. Taylor made for Abyss. It would be this one. Silent Night. What do you think, Chris? What do you think Abyss tells guys for his matches? Oh, you know what this match needs? Some thumbtacks. Every single time, thumbtacks. <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, Will Ferrell in that skit. Got to have more cowbell. Chris, oh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Thumbtacks. Needs more thumbtacks. But with this one, they have a barbed wire Christmas tree, which I happen to enjoy. Around the secret. I should hate it, but I think it kind of works for me. <laughs> so... How did Shark Boy get in this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I should have done the research to get some context on some of these matches, but uh, you know. Oh, he stole the Muda gimmick. He actually stole Muda's mask too. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Like that's not pro wrestling love. I can't believe that's Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. He looks like a different human being. Oh wow! Golf club from Relic there. Who is Relic? Um, God, you remember um, in WCW and WWF they had this guy called Johnny the Bull Stamboli. That's Johnny the Bull. That's Johnny the Bull. Yeah, that's okay. the guy that did the uh, he tore he tra- his ass asshole. Like yeah, that? he yeah. did a guillotine to the outside, landed on the floor, <laughs> and ripped his, his asshole. Ass. Yeah. Sweet Jesus, the pain that one must have caused. <laughs> he wore a dress and was in WWE or WCW. He was wearing a dress. I, 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 I don't remember that. Oh no, yeah. At one point, he did have to wear a dress, and it looks like he's got remnants of that right now. Dude, Dustin Rhodes looks so terrible. Yeah, he's just way out of shape here. Like I just, it's astounding me. Like, if you had not told me this is Dustin Rhodes, I never would have guessed that. Uh, and he's like, well, north of 300 pounds here. Easily. And right now, he's probably, what, what would you say, 240? 240. Right now, just he, he's just a big redneck. He's just yeah, a he's tall. Guy. Yeah. He's like 6'4". He's a yeah. big dude. This is Relic just stole 2002 Muda. Yeah. Same mask, same mist. A lot more muscles. Oh yeah, that's the tattoo. Okay, I see it now. And welcome back, everyone, to Thursday night. So everybody's and getting a history lesson with us uh, tonight. That's what you get with me. For the life of me, I cannot figure out why Shark Boy is in this match. <laughs> he did I mean, a lot assume, of these hardcore matches back in the day. Well, he's got a. He, I mean, he's a good bumper, so I assume he's going to take a gnarly bump at some point in this match. Oh, of course. Oh, he's got a. 
What the hell? Spike hammer. Spike hammer. Spike hammer. That's a murder weapon in a match like this. That's a cool. That's a cool move. How much do you think James James Mitchell spends on uh, hair dye? It looks like that actually let's remember the spray hair that they had back then? Yeah. Well relic wants a piece of Shark Boy too. After the damage the Shark Boy's done with the Kindle I gotta be honest, Mike, this is much more entertaining than I expected it to be. <laughs> oh, into the barbed wire Ooh. Christmas tree. Would be better got, if that thing was stationary. But. I was gonna say he kind of grazed the barbed wire Christmas yeah. tree. They really should have anchored it down. Because I mean, yeah. like you could kind of avoid. Yeah, you can avoid that thing. Again, it's you one know, of those. It's like a great idea, but the execution is bad. That the story of TNA. Yeah. And you can see Abyss trying to get back in, but Relic just sends him right back out. And now... I'll say this for Relic. He is tore up. Oh, yeah. And now they're going to work together. These guys are just so unpredictable. Well, that's just it. Whatever in their mind Boom. is right. To this, that was a cool move. That was cool. I'd like to see someone bring that back, actually. Black Rain now decides he wants the pair. And now Relic pulls Black Rain off the attempted three count on Sharp. Relic spells killer backwards. <laughs> It's his turn, and while they're doing that, here comes Abyss with the double clothesline. Nails them both. Took down both men, and now Abyss is going to look. Uh-oh. He's got Janus. He's got Janus. Oh, nope. Barbed wire baseball bat. So you remember that that four by four he always carried with the yeah, nails Jan- in it? That I remember, yes. You, you know who Janus is named after? Dixie Carter's mom. They oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, was, I assume Janice Joplin or something like no, that. No, no, oh, I did not know that. That was uh, revealed on an Eric Bischoff podcast recently. So. I did not know that. That's actually pretty damn funny. <laughs> and here comes the thumbtacks, ladies thumbtacks, and gentlemen. Is, you yeah. knew it was coming. Every match. You know what this needs? Thumbtacks. Yeah. Gotta have more thumbtacks, baby. My, th- my son had his first run with thumbtacks watching wrestling, and it just like blew his little five-year-old mind <laughs> i'm a bad dad by the way for letting this happen because we're watching wrestling and darby allen hit him with the thumbtack skateboard and my kid tried to wrap his head around the idea of a thumbtack skateboard and i had to go ah it's pretend it's not real yeah you got to break it to him at that point yeah i'm just like ah it's not what do we got here oh broken glass everywhere people pissing on the stairs you know they just don't get... sorry i busted <laughs> out the message there for a second <laughs> Broken glass is something I'm glad it's not been a thing in major professional wrestling in a while. No, cause, you know, because it's broken Moxley, glass. Yeah, Moxley and Omega did that in their in their first uh, lights they, out match. They did, but it's like we haven't seen that since. Like, yeah, we see thumbtacks quite frankly way too often. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to see this. <laughs> what is it? Uh, they got to slam somebody into him for it to be effective. <laughs> I just realized Sinister Minister's got his Prince look going here. Mm-hmm. He was got black rain, so Minister came out as purple rain. Purple rain. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they're doing distractions in a match where there are no rules. Yeah. Like, the, the logic of this is like, I clearly cannot count the fall that a guy just got hit in the face with a barbed wire baseball bat. And here comes Judas. Judas in my mind. Oh, into the thumbtacks, which should have no effect on Abyss at this point in his career. Uh, it should uh, that move should have hurt Judas Macias more than him. Yeah, he's way more. 
Oh, Muscle and then the, and then Relic uses the jackhammer on Shark Boy, and we get the we get the victory here. That was that was in fact a jackhammer. Yeah, and not a, and not a good one either. No. Say what you want about Goldberg. He did that move really well. Yeah, that was that was his move. They tried to get this poor Judas Macias over. It just didn't quite work out for him. He's he's got way more charisma in a mask. He just needed Robert Rodriguez to book him. Oh shit! Here comes Samoa yeah. Joe. We should all be so lucky. Quite a little shindig you have here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really thought they had some with Matt Morgan. Your first night on the job. Uh, had to throw a big party, and you know most people think this time should be allocated for wrestling. I mean, that's kind of what we do. Right? Do you think you get a discount? <laughs> you think you should get a discount for only having one bushwhacker? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, how, how do you bring in uh, bushwhacker? Luke, a and not bushwhacker. Bush. Yeah, a bushwhacker, not the bushwhackers, just the one. It's like, no, no, I don't want them both. It's too much. <laughs> just bring me, bring me one bushwhacker. It's like discount bushwhackers. Raise the salary cap to pay me what I'm worth. They can afford all this, uh, this fine eats, you know, for, for a party that you decided to throw. Yeah. I don't know if any of those are fine eats, Joe. Let's be real. Next time you see your boss, Cornette, oh. take his contract offer he offered me, and he can stick it. And if you or him want to find me, you can find me at home. Okay, so he, so Joe's doing a contract holdout uh, Guys, hey, deal me, here. Hey, everybody, I'm sorry for thinking. So that's the storyline here. Okay. It's the holiday season. Is it a good thing to say your company can't afford to sign me? Like I don't know. It's a weird. It's weird. You know, for most y'all, except for Sanjay, hey, listen, I, I wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <For> Sanjay. <laughs> that seemed like it was an inside joke. It huh? was. <laughs> oh, right. He's just destroying everything, which is he's, perfect. He's the Grinch. Yes. Samoa Joe should absolutely be the Grinch. He's like, fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, pay me. I love it. Yeah. Which is what you should be, by the way. When you see your boss spending all kinds of money on the stupid Christmas thing, and they're like, I don't know if you're worth the raise, you destroy the Christmas party. That's what you do. All right. Well, poor Eric and JB here just drinking some eggnog with him. Santa's on his way. Mussletoe. That's the name of that doll. You know what? Santa's on his way. He's still going to come, and he's going to fix it all. He's going to fix everything. Well, Eric Young's a goddamn madman. He might be crazier <laughs> here than he is now. <laughs> yeah, Santa and Shrek are the same person. What an idiot. Santa's his only <laughs> Santa and Shrek are the same person. I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's actually funny. <laughs> Something Kurt said earlier about Santa and, and Shrek. They're kind of the same thing. They're awesome. <laughs> If you're not actually watching this with us, you're making a big mistake. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. You actually watch this. Oh, here's the big guy. Look at the childlike wonderment in Eric <laughs> Young's eyes. What an actor. He's the best. What, is, what an actor. That yeah. man actually should try acting. Seriously. I, I, I don't know why he never made it in Hollywood. He should actually do it. I agree. Like, it's shocking. So speaking of Santa, do you want to hear how I ruined Christmas this year? Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're negotiating with my father-in-law 
for him to wear a Santa suit on Christmas for my daughter, right? Okay. okay. Because they didn't bring Santa to the Air Force Base this year, and the mall, we oh, missed him. Okay. So we're like, okay, well, we'll get you a Santa suit if you put it on. My grandpa's kind of a big, or her grandpa's kind of a bigger guy, right? Okay. Uh, my father-in-law. So, you know, we're, we're talking. He's like, okay, if you guys buy the Santa suit, I'll put it on. So my wife's like, okay, well, we can buy it from Amazon, but I'm worried it won't get here in time for Christmas. And I, so I say, uh, I reply to her, well, your boots got here in like four days. And then she looks at me. She's like, what boots? And nice. at that moment, I realized I just told you what your Christmas gift was. Nice job, Mike. <laughs> yeah. So then, so I was like, okay, well, I guess you can go ahead and open them. So she opened them and I got the wrong size anyway. So we had to return them. <laughs> you know, that actually kind of worked out though. It did. That, it would have it been much worse on Christmas if they didn't fit. So yeah. You actually, it's like golf, man. You hit the yeah. shot. It didn't quite land, but you made it playable. It, it worked out. So now we get the refund and we're just going to go to the boot barn and get our new pair of uh, cowgirl boots. So that there you works, go. man. That works. All right. So we got AJ Styles here and uh, Frankie Kazarian, and they have a reindeer suit hanging from the ceiling. So you got to climb the ladder and get the reindeer suit. And the loser has to put on the reindeer suit. Grab the reindeer ladder match. Grab the reindeer ladder match, as told by Mike Tanay here. You win the match featuring AJ Styles and Frankie Kazarian. Yeah, two two of the all-time greats. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, Frankie Kazarian fought hard to keep that haircut, and oh I don't, my gosh. I don't know why. He he, think, he got rid of he got fired from WWE because he wouldn't cut his hair. And it's not like it's not like he's got edge like long luxurious hair. It's just kind of. No, but he's one of those old school heavy metal guys where like is, I think having is. long hair was just really important, even if it looked like yeah. shit. Yeah, a fair. It's not it's not good looking long hair. Like you know eh. you know you remember in the nineties when Metallica cut their hair like there was a I do. backlash? It was like a huge thing. I was part of that backlash, yes. <laughs> it bothered me. AJ fights back. But I like the album. But at first it bothered me. Yeah. This is a ladder match mm-hmm. in which they have to retrieve a reindeer suit. Yes. And, and then, such pros, I believe they want to murder each other to wear this suit. Yeah, you wouldn't believe by looking at these two guys that they're in one of the more ridiculous stipulation matches ever. This is on this show. This might, maybe it's because the workers are so good that I find this the most egregious. <laughs> Where I'm like, we couldn't get one normal match. I mean, or one semi-normal match. Like the loser has to wear a reindeer suit. Yeah, but if you're gonna do a Christmas special or a Thanksgiving uh, yeah, special, no, this has you, to be, this has to be it. I'm you gotta just you. do. Oh shit. AJ Style, I can't even describe the bump I just saw. Wow! So he just did. It was like a suplex over the rope onto out the ladder, the out of the ring, ring to the floor, the ladder. onto like, the so ladder. The ladder is balanced on the apron to the floor, and Kaz just suplexes him over the top, and AJ takes a back bump onto a ladder, going out of the ring in a match where he has to wear a reindeer suit. <laughs> it's like, why are you bumping so hard, bro? That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to try this hard. But he did. That's why he's one of the greatest of all time. I know. My favorite pro wrestling trope is that guys cannot figure out how to climb a ladder. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my tropes, too, but you should have saw me trying to hang Christmas lights this year. It was not <laughs> I, uh, Brother Gilbert does not do heights. <laughs> really, neither does Brother Kazarian. He's reaching for it on the second rung. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a right, right to the head. 
It is amazing to me how these guys, like, you have to drop the drama of climbing the ladder, and they go so slowly. That's all ladder matches. It's so entertaining. <laughs> oh, boom. And oh. boom. There you go. That was, Reverse DDT. That was, that was dope. That was yeah. so cool. So he moonsaulted off the ladder, and they got him in a reverse DDT. Boom. And stuck the landing, and it looked beautiful. Yeah, just picture perfect. Incredible ring awareness. Now, this, I believe this is heel AJ Styles back in the day. This is the heel run. One of his... So he's a tag champ here. He came up the belt. So I'm guessing this is when he and Daniels were a tag team? I believe Daniels, yeah. These are guys whose careers are linked together forever. Kazarian, AJ Styles, Daniels. Mm-hmm. Dude, to be fair, now Frankie has his shaved head and AJ's had this ridiculously long hair forever. <laughs> soccer mom hair, as Kevin soccer, Owens would say. Soccer mom hair. Boy, that was one of the best lines ever uttered on WWE television. Get that back healed up to the point. Where he can climb the ladder, but no, he's not going to climb the ladder from here. God, these guys are bumping hard in this match. They're going. I can't believe the intensity of a match that involves a reindeer suit. <laughs> it's, a, it's astounding. You know, it's like you guys want to embarrass us. Okay, fuck it. We're going to go out there and just tear the house down. Yeah, we're going to die. That's what we're going to do. We'll teach you. <laughs> I mean, you're just not going to get a bad. I was like, I was going to say before this match, spoiler, this match is going to be awesome. And then I realized they were fighting over a reindeer suit, so I didn't say it. <laughs> but you know what? It's still pretty awesome. Yeah. Boom. AJ just, just ate, right into it. ate it on the face. Kaz hit the beautiful drop toe home. The K, and then you know, Kaz's trunks, he has those pseudo Metallica looking logo. It works <laughs> yeah. really well with the K, but terribly with the Z. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't look like a Z. It looks like Kak. What's, uh, what's your favorite Metallica album since we're on the topic? Justice for All. That's, that would be mine too. Yeah. I just really like that one. Like it's and there's a lot of there's a lot of pain in it. I, I quite in, I think metal the best metal is comes from a, from a dark place, mm-hmm. right? And I think that that's their best album. I, I believe I believe so too. And the the video for one is my probably one of my favorite music videos. Absolutely, ever. absolutely. It's very student filmish, but it works. Yeah. The worst of spots in the power bomb by Kaz, but you can see how exhausted he was. What's your least favorite? And why is it St. Anger? <laughs> St. Anger would be my least favorite, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, it'd be St. Anger and probably, I think, like, the second least favorite is like, Reload. I think just because they had Unforgiven 2 on it. and Unforgiven 2 is a crime against nature. Yeah. I have a fuel is also on reload though, so there's a, there's okay, some there, okay there's there are, some okay yeah. stuff on on reload. It's definitely the stuff that didn't make load. Yeah, but yeah. Ooh. So you don't see that spot a lot in a in a ladder match. You probably should more frequently. We just grab yeah. the bottom rung and just lift the dude off. Yeah, just tip him over, make him land into the ropes. Yeah, that works. Well, the audience is into this, man. You know that's a, great. It's great. You know, people always say, "Oh, that the impact zone was a problem." No, you no. guys weren't giving them good stuff after a right. while. So the impact zone in this era, when wrestling was good, wasn't a problem. When yeah. Eric Bischoff tried to ruin the company, then it wasn't good because it sucked. Yeah, because as you can tell, like NXT still has hot crowds to this day in Orlando. Yes. In the same city, so it's not the city of Orlando or the zone. It was the product they were giving them. Mm-hmm. It's oh, always we, the product. Are we about they're, to do a Spanish fly? They were oh, gonna no. do something. It's like they were gonna do something stupid and they reconsidered. And they went, no, let's do something even dumber. 
AJ's going to do a his Styles Clash in the corner onto it. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Okay. Oh, he hit a style. That's, <laughs> that's going to hurt bad. Yeah, that's a Charlie horse. Yeah, AJ's not selling here. He may actually be in a tremendous amount of pain. <laughs> yeah, you take a shot like that to the hamstring, that's not going to work. That's not going to be fun. Look at this. Oh, this, the whole ass and hamstring right there on the edge of the ladder. Mm. AJ Styles is superhuman. Like, the man should not be walking. He's got 20 years of doing stupid shit like this. Mm -hmm. He still works hard to this day. I know. And he's like 45 years old now. But now his job is to get over a giant who people pretend is good at wrestling. Yeah. It's one of my favorite discourses. He's pretty good. Oh, no, he isn't. Mm, no, he's he's just he's he's impressive looking. That's that's what. Yeah. It is. and this is what WWE does. They get these big dudes, and you go, yeah, this guy's pretty good. Remember Great Khali? Yeah, he was actually really good. Oh, what are we doing here? No, no, no. Oh my God. Oh. I don't know what that was supposed to be, but it was gross. That was a hip toss off the top of the ladder, but he stalled in midair. Look at oh, that, yeah, and they twisted right. him. So he was ooh. going forward. He stalled and it twisted him over onto his. Ooh. Oh. These guys are fucking killing it, man. Oh, here comes Kurt. See, there's stupid shit going on. I don't need this this stuff. Just let it happen. Yeah. No, AJ, ignore Kurt Angle. Go grab the giant reindeer head. It's like the Godfather. Oh, that was that could have been ugly. Yeah. He pushed him over, and he, his back landed on the turnbuckle. You know, oh. I keep thinking of when I look at that reindeer head hanging, that scene in The Godfather, <laughs> with, the, with some, no the horse head. The, the horse head. Yes. Kurt Angle looks good in a suit. Yeah, he does. Lucha Doncic's dad, Kurt Angle. <laughs> oh, there we go. And Kaz gets the reindeer head. Reindeer costume. How come nobody ever climbs down the ladder after retrieving the thing? They always have to like take a stupid bump off the top of the ladder after they've won the match. It's more dramatic this way. I guess. All right, so now, so now AJ he has to put on the reindeer suit, and Kurt Angle is just upset at uh, his protege AJ Styles. Even though he ruined it, AJ had the match won, <laughs> and AJ for some reason had to look at Kurt Angle going, "You're here. Why are you here?" Ah, uh, wrestling tropes. Kurt Angle is ticked off. And you can hear Angle telling AJ Styles, I kept telling you, just take that. Kazarian's great, man. Yeah, he is. Man, he, he, you know, he came into Impact earlier this year. We only had the one match with him. I was hoping we'd get more. Me too. Yeah. Dan, uh, Daniels too. He only had the one. It was at the one taping. We got a yeah. couple matches. And, and then the whole AEW thing just ended. It's like, oh, he's doing the weasel, the Bobby Heenan weasel suit. Yeah, AJ's, been, AJ's been studying his weasel yeah. tapes here. You, well, you know, Cornette is a big Bobby Heenan fan. You know, Cornette yeah. showed him the video. He had Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because. Bobby Heenan did that in Minnesota with B. Bryant, no, with um, Vern Gagne's son Greg, right? Greg mm -hmm. Gagne, and then he did it with suit. and then he did it with Ultimate Warrior, and it worked both times. It got over huge because Bobby Heenan was the greatest heel manager ever, and ever. was amazing, amazing at getting people to boo him and looking like an ass. Mm -hmm. He made a career out of it. Come on, AJ, this is part of the deal. I remember when he left WWE and they did that that skit where he leaves. Where then Gruel kicks him out and everybody's yeah. cheering and everybody's like, no, no, this is bad. He's leaving. Why are we cheering this? I don't want the brain to go. And then he went to WCW and it was fine for a while. Yeah. Dude, this is 
this is great how AJ is being a gigantic baby about this. Yeah, yeah I, I think I remember these days being upset because I was legitimate. Like, AJ Styles is my favorite wrestler for a long time. And I just remember being upset that he was playing this character. But looking back on it, it's like he did a really good job. He did. Is it is it beneath AJ? Absolutely. But, you know. What's going to happen here? They're demanding the Kurt demand AJ Styles to put it on. These guys had a fantastic match. Even with the stupid ending, I'm I'm okay with it. AJ doesn't look a whole lot. I think AJ is actually more ripped now than he was back then. Yeah, uh, DDP yoga keeps you in shape, and DDP is almost seventy years old and just got remarried. He had a surprise wedding. Yeah, like that's that's something Diamond Dallas Page would do. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, W. Morrissey and Enzo were there at that wedding. I saw the pictures. I did. That's weird. Well, so W. W. Morrissey's uh, dating Paige's daughter. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's not so weird. Yeah, so they're like family. The Ice Train was there too. <laughs> he was. I didn't notice that. That's funny. Which was even more interesting to me. Right. Just and I saw Mark Mero was there. Mark Mero. Yeah. They've oh. been friends for 25 years. No way. And he just knocked over referee Earl Hebner. I love how they're they're just drawing this out. Yeah, they're like, okay, guys, we're still, we're not at the end of the show yet. Just keep it going. <laughs> Again, this shouldn't work, but it's working. That's all this was, was the weasel suit gimmick. Oh, he's got it on and he's pissed. <laughs> Look at Kurt Sears like, no, come on, AJ, you have to put it on. It's amazing how well AJ, AJ is another one. He can do anything. Yeah. Christmas. He can do absolutely anything. Look at that look on Kurt Angle's face. And the referees are trying not to laugh. Struggling. Struggling not to laugh. You lost the match. All right. At Thanksgiving, you're a freaking turkey. <laughs> now, Christmas, you're a freaking reindeer. Not only are you a reindeer, you're an angry reindeer, which makes it even worse. <laughs> How does that make it worse? <laughs> You disappointed me. You're a disgrace. And Kurt Angle is yelling at a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your hotel room and say, I am not a reindeer a thousand times. No, don't do it. You know what the shame is? is this is this actually works here. But then they went ahead and made AJ another protege with Ric Flair and all that. Yeah. You know, and like at this point, at that point, AJ's career, he shouldn't have been doing shit like that. No. At this point, at this point, he really shouldn't be either. But I mean, like, it still kind of works. Yeah. Kurt Angle, go back to your hotel room, say you're not a reindeer 1,000 times. He just said, AJ Styles, you have totally disgraced me. <laughs> oh, here comes Santa. Hey. Eric Young. Yes, it is Santa Claus. I think there's a there's a big surprise here at the end, if I remember correctly. If 911 doesn't come out and choke and choke slam Santa, I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> you remember Xanta Claus in uh, 1995? The balls Mahoney in WWE. Yeah, he was from the South Pole. He was. He wore Even though, black like, and red. but the South Pole would have been hot, right? <laughs> No, the South Pole's not hot. South Pole's oh, okay. cold. That's where oh, the penguins. Okay. That's where the penguins live. Oh, that's right. And t- okay, yeah. Clearly, I'm not Magellan. <laughs> Sponsored by Eric Young. 
could we have midgets, monkeys, midgets, monkeys, mistletoe? <laughs> <laughs> 2007 wasn't politically correct. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Mike today said that with so much enthusiasm. Well, that was midget was the term. Used it was the, of the term of the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was not an offensive term in 2007. Kurt Angle's got a gigantic vein in his head. Look how like lean he was in these days. Super lean. Oh wow, he's giving him. Santa's got him a DVD. And let's check out the reaction from Kurt Angle to his Christmas present. What is the DVD? I don't know. Uh, nope. So it's probably the so they always back in the day on the ring apron they would be mm-hmm. promoting a DVD like every month. So oh, probably like probably the release, like, the monthly release. Or? It's probably like Best of Samoa Joe or something. Okay. I remember that one was being promoted for like a year. What is Shrek gonna walk down here now? They're beating that Shrek joke into the ground. Let me ask all of you: Do, do, do you people believe in, in Santa Claus? And they got little kids in the audience, real, which is not good parenting, by the way. If you took your kid to the show, no, you're gonna be as bad a parent as I'm gonna be when I take my kid to, <laughs> to Dynamite in February. Yeah. Now listen here, what? Now listen here, my. <laughs> excuse me, Santa, but you know, I, you know, my whole life, I woke up Christmas morning. I've gotten gifts, you know, for my, my Aunt Kitty, my mom, and my dad. But I've never gotten a present from you, Santa Claus. Kurt Angle's bitter at Santa Claus. He did win a gold medal, yeah. <laughs> that Christmas day without a gift from Santa Claus. What I'd like to say is... Okay, Kevin Dunn, was there a particular reason we had to cut to the blonde? <laughs> Heavyweight champion, right? So I think that I'm entitled to wish for a gift for Christmas, right? Is Santa gonna be? Is this all thing for Angle to beat up Santa Claus? Honestly, you know well, of course, you, you have the heel has to beat up Santa. Well, I get that, but we got to like we should like get to it. Yeah. No, I'd like a gift for somebody else. Uh, what I would like is for Christian Cage to grow some balls and show up here tonight so I can finish off what I did to him last week. Do you think you do that? So Kurt Angle wants Christian Cage to show up, have some Since balls. probably won't come true. They bleeped out ass, but they left balls in, by the way. For Christmas, Santa. From the front is okay, but the back is Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, and he beats up Eric Young. How are you going to beat up Eric Young? Okay. Is Christian Cage a uh, uh, babyface again? He's a babyface right here, yeah. He just tossed Eric Young out to the... Oh, the little girl's oh, crying. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, talking about... Oh, he's got uh, little kids crying. Oh, and here comes Christian out of a box. I like how Christian waited his time. <laughs> he wanted to make sure Santa got his ass kicked first. Yeah. Then he made the save. Dude, how many guys in the show are still super active and professional wrestling? I know. Like 14 years later. Mm-hmm. Like WWE and AEW is filled up with a lot of these guys right now. Yeah. Like a good an impact too. Yeah. What a great roster they had. Insane. It's super insane. Like the whole... LOL TNA thing, like it was never because of the roster, man. No, it was uh, just booking. Oh, 
and poor promoting decisions, but very poor promoting decisions. Like they just didn't try to sell a lot of those tickets, right? Mm-hmm. All right, that was it. Oh wait, hold on. We got broken for the vein. Well, we don't have to listen to this. We'll go ahead. And- I, mean, I think we're good with the new metal. I've listened yeah. to plenty. Of, I listened to plenty of new metal in my day, and I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, same same here. So, all right, man. So, what what did you think of uh, the TNA Christmas special? Your first time watching it? It was far more entertaining than it should have been. <laughs> yeah. I had I had no right to be entertained as much as I was in the last hour plus of wrestling. Um, it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But I say that it was stupid fun. Like oftentimes yeah. I'll watch like WWE. They do these things, and it's just stupid, right? And it's not funny. There was a sense of fun in this that surprised me. It was actually far more fun than I thought it was going to be. So I, I really enjoyed it. And I was happy that uh, I was happy to know that you never watched it because I wanted to get your initial reaction to some of the ridiculousness. And I think it was great, man. It it was absolutely ridiculous, but it was like, (laughs) like I said, it's fun. Ridiculous. It wasn't like insulting ridiculous. Well, Depends on how, you know, well, I guess it depends on how, what, what insults you in professional wrestling. Right. But I didn't feel like, I don't know, like it felt like it was the people were having a good time doing it mm-hmm. and not like, what am I doing with my life? Like that AJ Styles thing could have been really bad if he had no soul in be like, whatever, and just put the damn thing on. It doesn't, it, it, it's almost like when the guys get, when, when you're watching a Lucha match and a guy has to get the haircut and he has the absolute temper tantrum before mm-hmm. he has to get the haircut and it makes it fun. Like that's basically what it was. So it, it, it worked. And the, uh, I, I was prepared to shit all over the house stuff. I really was. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be damned if it didn't work, if it wasn't way funnier than it should have been. Yeah. Well, I mean, Eric Young is just top of the line character actor. He's just do anything. Yeah. He could do anything. Yeah, I'm man. disappointed. I'm disappointed. I didn't see Jim Cornette. Yeah, so I I forgot that Jim Cornette took the night off and had Matt Morgan uh, in his stead. I would have much rather seen Cornette. Well, you really think Jim Cornette would have been on this show of all <laughs> yeah, shows? Yeah, like if, if you could boil down everything Jim Cornette hates about professional <laughs> wrestling and put it into a, a one-on-half-hour program, this would have been it. Yeah, a lot of the, ma- the matches were Memphis-inspired, though. Jim Cornette bitches about stuff all the time that's Memphisy. Like he yeah. talks about how much he loves Memphis, but then he talks about all the stupid shit he hates, and all of that stuff comes from Memphis. Mm-hmm. Like fucking Jerry Lawler wrestled like a Frankenstein monster. Doug Gilbert was called Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it's like come on, like that was the most ridiculous territory that got made fun of all the time. They that's brought in he- they brought in Adam West not to be Adam West, but to be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's where the he uses his uh, left and right turn indicators. That's where that comes from was when Adam West was on Memphis TV. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying. Is they did they did they had a, a Darth Vader clone in there. Mm-hmm. Like they they brought us Lord Humongous. That is a Memphis gimmick, right? Yeah. Which is nothing but a it's a it's a more shameless road warrior ripoff than the actual road warriors. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like his reverence for Memphis wrestling really makes me scratch my head sometimes. Yeah. And I like Memphis wrestling. I'm just, Oh, like, I got no problem with it. I'm it, fine with it. It's inspired a lot of cool stuff and a lot of shitty stuff, but yeah, like anything yeah. in wrestling, like at least Memphis was fun. Like if you ever get yourself, if you ever get a hold of like some of the WWF stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of it's really bad. Oh yeah. It is like, it's yeah. not, it's not real good. Like there's some stuff that's really good. Like, um, 
Did you see the, the angle that floated around about a year ago of uh, super, we we're talking about Superstar Graham earlier of Superstar Graham ripping the belt in half? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I really like that. I think it's a really cool idea for an angle. It really shows how powerful Graham is. It takes him forever to do it because the man is actually ripping the belt apart with his hands and Backlund has an absolute meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like the birth of the Mr. Backlund character 10 years before it never happened. It's mm-hmm. tremendous. I had a point with that. And I forgot what it was. Yeah. Well, no, we're just, uh, we're just riffing now, but uh, no, I really did enjoy the, uh, the TNA Christmas special. And if, uh, you're you're listening to this on Patreon early. Uh, it's because you're a Patreon subscriber. We we release it for you guys early, and then um, this is going to be up in the free feed as well. I think we're going to release this on the free feed on Christmas Eve. It's going to be a little Chris, Christmas gift to all the uh, all the all of our listeners here. Because Impact is piecing out for Christmas this year. Oh yeah, and so we will be too. We we recorded this a little bit early so that way we can spend some time with our families. Because I know uh, I have some family in town for Christmas, and then my wife she works at the the base chapel, um, and so we have got the whole Christmas Eve pageant going on and the whole service. So we'll be doing that that night. So very cool. Yeah. So uh, big plans for Christmas for you? Um, we're just gonna hang out with family, the immediate, my immediate family and my in laws. That's uh, you know, kind of still playing a little low key. The 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 uh, intermediate family didn't the extended family excuse me didn't want to really get together too many babies you know okay. a lot a lot of my cousins have like babies so they're like uh eh, not this year so I, I get it it's cool um and then after that i've got i've got a big tournament so yeah cool man well cool well well thanks for joining us everybody and i hope everybody has a, a merry christmas and a happy new year and uh that's going to do it for us this week on brace for impact and until next week mahalo <laughs>